yeah, we had a couple things happen. A couple things happened, are happening. Uh, Huawei, they're, they're committed, Will. They're committed. They're in it. They're not leaving planet Earth just yet. We spoke recently about how they still had plans of heading to Barcelona, regardless of the status of MWC. And they, 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 were, they were preparing to do some sort of a virtual version of a presentation for some new hardware. Uh, we have a little more information now as far as what that hardware happens to be. It is the new Mate XS that we talked about as well. XS. For some reason, it's written the S is small, the X is big. Uh, it's a foldable device, and it appears I'm an outsider. I don't. I never got my hands on this thing. Huawei, they don't want to give me this thing. No. They don't want me folding this left, right, and center. No. They told me uh, to take a hike. Yeah. I don't Come know if to they China, use, or you. Uh... Yeah, I don't know if they use those words, but I have to be honest. I'm a tough guy to coordinate sometimes as well. So okay. I'll take some of the blame. Okay. Because I'm not traveling around. Yeah. Once in my life, different, uh, when I was a different age, when I was a young man. A young lad. When I was a young lad, I could fly around to places, you know. You're just holding your arms up. Like yeah, I could, you know, I could float. Yeah. I could get myself to an airport and into a plane. But now, man, there's people, there's things happening. Yeah, you got priorities. There's things happening. So anyway, so I appreciate when brands, they, we figure it out, we work it out. Both with Huawei, with the original Mate X, it never happened. It's, it's one of those few foldables that I just didn't get my hands on. Mm -hmm. I was chasing that foldable. Mm -hmm. I never caught that foldable. Yeah. But it's okay. There's a new version now, and I'm sure... Huawei's going to send it over here as soon as they see this clip. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Huawei. Yeah. Uh, this is the moment where I need to wink my left eye. Like it's a show from 1954, and then it's a uh, little twinkle, like a little ding. Mm -hmm. With the sound effect. Yes. We don't have that, those capabilities on this show. No. But. Look, Kirk. Too late, Kirk. Too late. We can't. We talked about it. It's too late. Kirk says he could do it. Talk a big game over there. Anyway, so they come out with the XS, and to be honest, it's almost identical. Anyone who got their hands on it, all the reports I see coming out say, hey, this is, uh, this is not really a, an all-new version. Now, granted, they just put the S in the title, so they didn't, as far as the naming's concerned, it doesn't necessarily sound like an overhauled version. It's almost kind of like what Samsung did with the second version of the Fold. First version went out, and there were a couple of durability questions and issues, and they did some work on the hinge, and particularly some of the components around the... I keep it. I keep it close. Hmm. You see? You see how that works, Huawei? That's a fold right there on the desk. Sure, it's not the Pablo one. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, so they came with the little covering on the hinge region, and so it seems like Huawei... Uh, attacked the, the potential for a problem in the same way, though we don't know what the original status was because that thing never, it never hit critical mass. I know it was sold in China, but we just didn't hear about it a lot over here. Now, they also upgraded the processor 
to the new flagship, the 5G Kirin 990 chipset. But, you know, that's not a huge improvement over the previous version. The previous version, the 980, already had 5G support. They also took the opportunity to up the price a little bit. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's a price on that one. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Will. That'll, that'll set you back. Yeah. You like that saying? It'll set you back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you got you to gotta go. Guy like you, Will, you got to work another, work another hour to get that kind of dough. Yeah. Extra know. hour. Put an extra hour. Clock an extra hour. You can't be doing that. You got things to do yourself. Yeah. Otis got the cone on his head. Mm-hmm. What are we doing over here? I got to watch over him now. Yeah, you can't spend I, an yeah. extra hour in this place. No. In this garbage can? Yeah. What? Cleaning the toilets? Or? $2,700 is the USD equivalent. It's going to be sold in Europe at, is it Europe? Well, China, of course. But in I believe it's also going to be sold in Europe, right? Said that somewhere in there. Anyway, the equivalent, the uh, conversion puts it at $2,700, close to a $3,000 smartphone now. Maybe they just feel like anyone who can afford that has has enough money that if it breaks, they don't even mm-hmm. blink. They don't even sneeze. They don't even scoff. $3,000. Tch. <laughs> That's what that's what those guys do. Germs everywhere. Yeah, I don't know who they are. That's what they do. They scoff all day long. You ever scoffed, Will? Uh, is that what uh, Jack does sometimes? Does the Jack do that? The exhale. I I always thought a scoff was a little more deliberate than that, but that okay. might be a scoff. Uh. This particular individual from CNBC, is it Ryan Brown? Yeah, Ryan Brown. He says when he folded it, he heard a crunching noise, which is never really what you're looking for on, I mean, anything really, unless it's, unless you're chewing on some freshly roasted peanuts. Oh, yeah. Freshly roasted. I was driving the, I was driving over here. I'm driving. And I smell roasted nuts. You understand? Yeah. I. Where? Hey, man. <laughs> Just out on the road there? I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. I was in an industrial area. Driving with the window down. Because finally, the sun is out. Yeah. Man. Nice. You felt that today? hmm So oh, yeah. the snow is melting. The sun is out. Canada style. So you put the window down. Because I'll tell you something. Well, you appreciate it more. You appreciate the sun, the breeze, when you experience the alternative. Yeah. You see, then the real appreciation comes out. And appreciation, that's what life, that's, that's the magic of life. Uh-huh. Those moments of appreciation where you take a step back and you don't have a problem. Mm-hmm. You take a step back, you take a deep breath and you say to yourself, you know what? It ain't that bad. Yeah, you take, I don't know if they were peanuts. So I'm driving around with the window down, which I haven't done in a long time. So I feel like the scent is activated for me. It's elevated and activated because the fresh air is flowing. And I say to myself, I smell like some type of a, maybe even a beer nut. It smells kind of like a, 
candied nut. You understand? And so sure enough, I can't let that pass. I can't let that slide. You remember, I'm real busy. You're following your nose? Yeah, I can't let that slide. So I got to look around real quick, and I'm at the light. And sure enough, I see a sign. It says roasted nuts right over here. Mm. I say, wow, one day? One day, I'm going to pop in there. And I tell you, I couldn't do it today. I told you, man. I can't get on an airplane anymore. Mm-hmm. Roasted nuts, ladies and gentlemen. You can't even eat nuts. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well. Oh, my God. Will is allergic to nuts. Very uh, loud. <laughs> that just, I just connected those. I know. I got a whole thing. It was a whole tease. Damn. Wow. Full circle. Yeah. You can't even eat the nuts. None of them. Uh, well, a few. What What few? Uh, Don't lie to us. Uh, <laughs> chestnuts. You need chestnuts. Chestnuts. Oh God, that's sad. You're great. What? <laughs> How's that sad? Come on. You're great. Nobody, nobody Roasted wants. chestnuts. Nobody. Nobody. If you're compared to the other nuts, nobody wants a chestnut. Well, okay, fine. Uh, when it's closed, it's a 6.6 inch smartphone. Additional, slightly smaller 6.3 inch screen on the back. Apparently, you got to hit a little switch to open it up for a little extra security. The crunching doesn't sound good. I know we came full circle on the nuts. The nuts, they can crunch the smartphone, not so much. Uh, hefty, hefty price tag. They showed off in this particular article some of the multitasking capabilities. Again, not a ton that's new here, but Huawei, they just can't afford to slow down right now. They got to show the the solidarity. They got to say, hey, we're in it to win it. We, we're with the customers. We're making smartphones. We go to events no matter what, and that's what they're doing here. So it's a slight little upgrade. Chips a bit better. It's a bit faster. And they say the hinge is now better engineered, even if this particular... Even if this particular individual felt it crunch, I will say to Huawei, I will I will put this device on the channel on unbox therapy. Mm. They just got to get it here. Mm-hmm. They get it here. I will unfold it. I will listen. I will get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. While eating your... Yeah, and, and, and yeah. Yeah, and the only crunching that will happen in that video. There you go. There you go. <laughs> because I'm going to pop over on the yeah, way. Yeah. I don't I know. Speaking of Huawei, Google, they put out an official warning. Holy moly. They said, I mean, this, is, this doesn't sound good when they put out the official warning like that. Because people, humans, they're out there. And they're trying to live. They're trying to do their thing. And they have devices that might have limited support and they're side loading as you would uh there's a lot of people very comfortable with this he said what do you mean i've been side loading since day one Mm. i'm a side loader i don't mind wear it proudly well some people with the rooting and the whole thing i mean i was in that game again when i was a young lad Mm -hmm. i thought that was fun to do a little bit of that action samsung uh galaxy s uh playing with ROMs a little bit, uh-huh. flashing things. I mean, I had time. I had time for that. Yeah. 
it was a different era too. It was just, I feel like it was more experimental from that standpoint. Now these interfaces have gotten really good. And it, for me, at least it's a diminished, there's, there's a diminished uh, upside mm -hmm. to do it, to doing that in most cases. Plus I'm switching phones so frequently. I can't really ever customize to that level mm -hmm. to justify it. Cause it's like, Oh, I'm going to try the next phone now. What am I going to do? Play around with that one for 47 hours? Yeah. And then there's like um, launchers now. Launchers, of course. Yeah. Just launchers, icon them. packs. Man, you see people, they get right into it. Oh, yeah. Which I, is fine. Fully support. Yeah. You do what you got to do. I got the S20 trying it out and immediately Nova launcher. You Nova'd it. And uh, yeah. Well, a nice right. thing I will say, shout out to Nova launcher. Nice thing there is, a, is, is its ability to just sort of like save your whole, if you do switch phones frequently save your whole setup and then you bring the save file over to the new one and kablamo mm -hmm. this is looking like the old one so there's an argument for hey man it, it even made your life easier are you showing off right now what's going on here it's nice wow yeah, will's all fired up over here yeah. talking launchers will he do 2020 it's a different guy mm -hmm. new year's resolution new year's resolution that's the joke yeah. It's not good. Resolution. It's terrible. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Google comes out and says, don't do that. They say, don't do this sideloading stuff. We're not about that. TechRadar.com. As the global fallout surrounding the U.S. government's Huawei ban continues, Google has published an article warning users of the inherent dangers of sideloading its apps and services on a Chinese manufacturer's devices. The search giant says it has continued to receive a number of questions about new non-Huawei devices. New Huawei devices, not non-Huawei devices. Hmm. And whether Google's apps and services can be used with these devices. It wanted to provide some clear guidance. They wanted to put it in plain terms, Well, They wanted to make sure that people knew they should not do that. They say if you've got one of the older devices that did pass their Play Protect certification, then fine, you're fine, leave it alone, keep doing your play thing. But on the newer ones, where people have been kind of forced to sideload, they're saying it's, gonna, it's a security issue, it's officially a security issue for them. Uh, here's the quote. Sideloaded Google apps will not work reliably, reliably because we do not allow these services to run on uncertified devices where security may be compromised. Furthermore, the Android maker warns that sideloading its services carries a high risk of installing an app that has been altered or tampered with in ways that can compromise user security. So here's what I will say. I'm not trying to con condemn the whole practice because I like the idea of tinkering with things and having the ability to do so. Because like I said, I used to do a ton of it, less so now, but that's the origin story, I think, a lot of tech fans out there started out being inquisitive about the gadgets that they had. I mean, I'll tell you, I, I'll tell you just a quick, a quick one. My parents would get me gadgets frequently. I want, I will want to open the gadgets up. I want to take a screwdriver. Oftentimes, wrecking them. It's, it's part of. I mean, if you're a tech enthusiast, you can't help but want to get in there and tinker from time to time and see what you can modify and just like enhance your interaction with the thing. Mm -hmm. So I fully, I'm about that. But I think. Google has to do this because some they can't be they don't want to be held accountable. Somebody does something shady or is affected or impacted and it's got a Google badge on it or they don't fully understand the risk factor involved. Mm -hmm. And so you understand that a company of their scale, they gotta put something like that out. So what is the real message? What is the takeaway? It's basically, hey, if 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 you wanna do that, you do so at your own risk, essentially. 
if you want to sideload apps, if you want to buy one of Huawei's more recent devices in the midst of the Google, the lack of Google components, uh, then just recognize what you're getting involved in and the fact that Google ain't cool with it. They're not fully cool with it. But if you're the type of individual that's, that's working in that space anyways, if you're the type of individual that's used to the idea of sideloading apps and possibly uh, modifying your phone to that degree, then you probably already understand the risks to begin with. Mm -hmm. You probably already got your good sources and your bad sources and you know what to avoid. So you probably operate within, with a healthy dose of skepticism. And I don't need to be telling you what to do, and Google doesn't either. But this is for the general public who goes out and invests in one of these things and then is surprised to find out that it's a little shadier than they originally imagined doing something like this. And what does this tell us? Well, it, to me, it kind of indicates that they're not close to a resolution. The fact that Google went out of their way to put this out now at this point, why now? Why didn't they put out this release when, when, when the thing first happened? Mm -hmm. Why is it happening now? I think the whole thing has just turned out to go on a little bit longer and with more depth. Of course, recently, I think the U.S. government has had even increasing issues. They got new stuff going on now. And so I guess the time was right for Google to say, okay, let's say it now. Where this ain't going to be a quick fix. Mm -hmm. So we're going to put out the official word. Uh, you guys let me know. I don't know. I'm sure there's people in our community here who are big sideloaders. Big time uh, launchers, launcher types, although that doesn't really affect. That doesn't have much to do with your Google Play services or Play Protect. If you put a launcher, it doesn't really affect anything. Right. But you know what I'm saying, the tinkerers. Mm -hmm. Those people probably exist in our community, so I want to hear from them. Has anybody ever had an issue sideloading an app and it turns out that app wasn't what they thought or it was doing something devious in the background? I'd be curious because it's never happened to me. I have sideloaded apps in the past and I survived. I'd live to see another day. There you go. Barely. Take a deep breath. Smell the roasted nuts. Tesla Cybertruck's real-time response to payload via active suspension will upend the pickup truck industry. That's a heck of a headline. Believe it or not, you want to know where you go to get a heck of a headline, Will? All you got to do is you go to Elon Musk's Twitter account. Mm. You look at, you go, you click on tweets and replies. <laughs> yeah. Because then you, then you see his replies turn into headlines. Yeah. It's and I believe this one started with this reply. Active ride height and active damping are game changing for a truck or any car with a high max min weight ratio. That's one of his responses to Tesla Roddy. And another response here, yes, will also show real-time changes to max acceleration, braking, cornering, speed on gradient and range, ladder factoring in route elevation changes in cargo or tow mass and drag impact. He just dives in there sure. right to the point. By the way, that was an answer to the question, can Cybertruck also have a payload towing calculator? Okay, so the reason I chose this one, Elon is in there. He's responding to questions relating to towing and payload and this is these are terms that are important terms in the truck world uh trucks do work will trucks pull things uh -huh. it's part of the game when electric vehicles first burst on the scene the question was around range 
and a lot of people had range anxiety. And then the range continued to increase to a point where people were comfortable purchasing electric vehicles, saying, hey, man, that's pretty impressive. We get up to, I don't even know what the current high-end status is, but definitely four or 500 kilometers on some of these, on some of these units right here. Oh. You, you just lost the net, the internet. Yeah, you're out. You lose. You lost the internet game today. Anyway, yeah, so some of these vehicles have a, a pretty amazing, almost gas-equivalent range in 2020. They've, they've continued to develop them, increase battery efficiency, and so forth. When the Cybertruck first got announced, a lot of truck people, and rightfully so, given the fact they hadn't seen this, there was no evidence, they didn't know what to expect, a lot of truck people questioned the impact of towing on the range, capacity, efficiency of this, these electric vehicles and the tech involved. Because it's one thing to figure out how to efficiently move an electric vehicle of a very specific weight, very specific aerodynamics, battery capacity, and so forth through space and how far it might go. But when you add in the variable of towing and payload you might have a, a full truck bed and then you have a trailer and mm -hmm. there's all these other variables that go into it and so truck people said hey what happens to that range when you start hooking stuff up to this truck because you're calling it a cyber truck are we going to be able to travel the long distances we want to travel or are used to traveling on a gas equivalent vehicle now some of those gas equivalent vehicles have all kinds of crazy cool features when it comes to towing as well where they can they can do smart things when towing at different speeds to improve efficiency they trucks have been towing for a really long time so elon comes out and says basically his response to this is yeah it's a must of course we're working on it and we're going to do an incredible version of it and we're going to upend the entire industry because of how amazing our version and high-tech our version happens to be hmm. and the reason or at least one of the reasons that I believe him. Well, I mean, what do you mean believe him? I believe they're working on it. The thing is obviously not done yet. I don't know how, how far along in the execution they are. It's because, it's because of autonomous driving. If you want to factor all this stuff in, if you want a car to drive itself, it's going to need a ton of information about what exactly it's doing, particularly once you start hooking up weight to it. And so this list of variables in this uh, payload towing calculator and the range associated with it, the vehicle's going to need to know, it's going to need to be able to tell you and its a autonomous self, hey, how far can we travel given this new payload? How can we make the adjustments to our internal calculator to reflect or relate to these new variables? So it's very interesting. Obviously, from a torque perspective, we've seen what these things can pull, not just in the case of the Cybertruck, but I mean, I've seen videos emerge on YouTube, which they've also been disputed, as you've seen. Yeah, 500 miles is the range, by the way. Will just gave us an update here. Cybertruck range will be between 250 and 500 miles. So again, it depends on your configuration, your selections, and of course, if you happen to be towing as well. Some people are suggesting that Tesla should just come up with his own trailer. That means it's exact spec and calculator, and it just all modular mocks in there, goes in there. 
That's an interesting idea as well. But yeah, we, we know electric motors. We know the torque situation. We know the traction situation. We've seen evidence of this with the Model X and others. And so now this is just the next step of it. Time will tell how well this is executed and how great of a towing machine this happens to be. But that, that's the nail. That's the critical piece in a truck realm. If you want to take it to that next level, you want to convince F-150 owners and uh, Ram owners and whoever else is out there that, that, that they're going to move to the electric side, regardless of the look of the thing, the aesthetics, you got to have that towing piece in there as well. And so Elon is out there doing what he does, campaigning, letting people know, don't you worry, I'm thinking about towing too. He's making, he's making people feel warm inside. That's what he does. Warm and fuzzy about their potential to tow in the future. Because mm. they might get the ATV. The ATV, you don't have to tow it, but that's payload. Now you carry an extra weight. How about the calculation? All right. Guy like you, Will, you got to go. You might have to go camping or something. I don't know. What, what do you Yeah, I was thinking about the trailer. Yeah, you got to go camping or something. Oh, Jesus. All right. Uh, next one here. Uh, you, you for sure have heard of this thing before. It is, of course, the famous YouTube channel, Chilled Cow. Mm. Chilled Cow, responsible for the girl that's studying. It's a whole community. It's this in incredible uh, chill music. I mean, what? Chill hop, whatever. Yes. Whatever you want to call it. Yes. It's this relaxing kind of, you put it on in the background type of thing. And it, of course, also, as I mentioned, it, it, it cultivated an entire community of people around this, this one channel and in this comment section because it was this ongoing live stream of this chilled music. Mm -hmm. Chilled. And now there's so many other alternatives. Yeah, and it spawned off a lot. Yeah. I don't know if it was the original, but it's just everybody knows it. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, man. I've been in coffee shops. It's just chilled cow on a TV. It's like a... It had a real cultural, it carved out, yeah. it's a little impact. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know to what extent. Anyway, probably if you're watching this, you've seen this. You've, you've, everyone here has had it on at one time or another. Chilled Cow went down recently. Hmm. Went, it went, it got pulled. YouTube shut the channel down. Oh. And there's a lot of RIPs and a lot of, you know, people were missing not just the music, but their community because people would hop on there and act like it was a study group. That's why she's studying. Uh -huh. They're studying. It's a vibe, for sure. There you go. You're familiar. So it went down for a bit. And what ended up happening, and this is The Verge who noticed this, is that because the stream went down, it finally accumulated everything that existed there in a finished video format, which is what happens after a live event ends. And so after it went down, the, the, I guess the thing was sitting there as a 13,000-hour-long video, making it one of the longest videos in YouTube history. 13,165 minutes, or 13,165 minutes, yeah. 13,000 hours, 165 minutes, does that make sense? I don't know, over 13,000 hours, and it had amassed 218 million views. 
So you you get an idea of the scope and popularity and the cultural impact of the thing when you see the numbers like that because on a live stream you don't see that, right? You only see how many are watching right now. Uh -huh. And on Chilled Cow it could be anywhere from 10,000, right. I don't know, something in there. Anyway, less than a day after it goes down, YouTube is YouTube says, oops, we made a mistake. <laughs> Shouldn't have gone down. Should have stayed up. They had a little communication with the channel, the person who r runs the channel, and they put it back up. So the, the live stream, I don't know if it's back yet, but it's uh, apparently coming back very soon. It's not the first time there was a dispute on the channel. Apparently the original artwork had caused problems. The original study girl, huh. it was Studio Ghibli's <clears throat> Whisper of the Heart. Oh. It was the original gif that caused the problems. Okay, yeah, she's back. Lo-fi hip-hop radio beats to relax slash study to. And it's hot right now because it went down for a bit. People, I, I, I'm going to miss that. 40,000 concurrent right now and the chat's happening. And the study girl's back to writing and the cat's on the windowsill. Mm. And meanwhile, the guy's advertising everywhere else you can listen, like Spotify and SoundCloud, everything in the bottom left corner of the video stream in case this happens again. <laughs> Give you somewhere else to go. So YouTube says it made a mistake, but of course it does. There is a question here, a conversation piece about the concept around these types of channels and the fact that they are a hub for content that doesn't necessarily belong. The, the, the rights holder is not necessarily the person publishing it. And it gets into this gray, gray area, like a lot of things on YouTube, over over how YouTube should treat this type of channel. Because this, this guy doesn't own the music that shows up on there, but he has permission. But does he have a physical license for each song that ever plays? No, it, it could be more of a handshake. I mean, we've used music on the channel. I, I For sure, I've had this exact experience. I, you use some music on Unbox Therapy, you have permission. But then some sample in the music gets picked up by some label and it's the whole thing gets shut down. It's always some type of, it's just hard to manage this amount of content. And I know people get mad at YouTube and fine. Yeah, they're huge. They, you want them to figure it out, figure out a way. But my God, it's just a tough, it's a tough thing to, to do. It's a tough thing to do that, that everybody is happy with that the, the labels are happy with and the creators of the music. And I mean, at the end of the day, Will, people, they just want to listen to their chill, chilled cow. Mm -hmm. Just want to throw on some chilled cow. Mm -hmm. And But I remember when I first popped it on, I thought to myself, okay, what's weird about this particular thing is that I just think of it as chilled cow. I don't think of it as any artist that's on that channel ever. Uh -huh. Like, I never look at the artist's name. It's just on in the background. And if someone said, what are you listening to? I'd be like, chill, Cap. Yeah. It's kind of like a, an experience. But it becomes bigger than the artist. Yes. And so you do wonder about that exchange. It relies on these artists. Mm -hmm. I understand it gives them credit. But it, weirdly, it's bigger than the artist at the same time. Uh -huh. But I guess what was a radio station ever? You know, in the prime time. Or what was MTV in the prime time? What are you watching? MTV. Did you say the actual video or maybe you just said MTV? I don't know. 
I'm not trying to take anything away from anybody. I think he's probably, Chili Cow's probably given plenty of exposure to people that weren't being heard. Right. Because there's so much music and so many producers out there now. But I'm just saying it's an interesting concept. If Chilled Cow goes down, I don't think, man, I lost all those artists. I think I lost Chilled Cow. Right. It's a unified entity of some sort. Yes. It's its own culture. It's kind of cool. Anyway, it's back now. Uh, I guess they'll continue to operate in this particular zone. And you just hope that they're able to navigate it in a way that works for everyone. Obviously, the audience loves it. They don't want to see it go. The artists, it would appear, are fully on board and happy about it. Of course, the producer is happy to keep putting it out there. So what do we need to figure out? It's just YouTube needs to figure out how to govern it and not shut it down. (laughs) So long, you know what I'm saying? Uh The guy has permission to play the music that's on there. and I assume that he does. All right, last one. This one's about to blow your mind, Will. These candles are for hardcore McDonald's fans only. Oh. This is from Newser.com. Did you ever imagine... Did you ever imagine lighting a candle that smells like a quarter pounder? Mm. No, you didn't imagine No, that. I... No, you didn't. No, I didn't. No. Well, maybe you should have. Because McDonald's is sold out right now. They're sold out of the quarter, quarter pounder scented candle pack. Now, what you need to understand when you look at this scented candle pack is that each candle is just one component in your quarter pounder. Uh. You see how you got the ketchup, you see how you got the patty, you see how you got the cheese. You got a lettuce candle, man. Not a, not a Big Mac candle. You got to combine them all. No, it's, it's just all these ingredients make the quarter pounder. They're celebrating the quarter pounder right now. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. What is the white one? The bun? Sesame seed. Salt? Salt candle? Uh, you know that heavenly smell of hamburger that wafts into your car as you're in the McDonald's drive through line? You can have that now. All day at home. Thanks to a new product offered by the fast food chain. I didn't even know this. They have a, f- a fan club site. You can buy all kinds of unusual McDonald's things. It's beef. Here's the candles. Beef, bun, cheese, pickle, ketchup, and onion. White is onion. It's an onion candle. You can light them all together, Will, to get the full quarter pounder effect. Or you can light them one at a time to spread out your enjoyment. It's completely up to you. Free ground domestic shipping, limited quantities. Look at that. Sold out. Sold out, Will. A lot of people are saying, hey, man, this is the future marketing right here. People are saying... This is how you embrace, this is how you r- reward your culture. You know what I mean? These, these, never mind putting a diff- another commercial on TV. You just get your super fans to put, ca- to put quarter pounder candles in their house. Yeah. <laughs> just people want to go deeper. It's not enough anymore. You don't just eat the burger, you like the candle. Yeah, it's very harmless. This is a nice one. It's for the enthusiasts. Yeah. What they're saying is we're going to take care of the enthusiasts, and then the enthusiasts will be enthusiastic uh-huh. for us, and they'll be telling everybody to go get a quarter pounder. You know? There you go. I don't know. You know what my problem is? Let's say these candles smell really good. Let's just say. Let's say something crazy and say they smell really good. Don't you just want a quarter pounder instead? Of course. Yeah, but you know what? You got the candles for. I'm getting hungry. You know, like candles 
Yeah, we're talking about candles. You're getting hungry. So what? why don't we just get some... Why don't you get a quarter pounder? Why do you need the candles for? Well, Imagine a lighting collection. a candle. You're starving. You light the candle. What happened? You're still starving. Yeah. It's a collector's item. Right. So you never light it. Maybe, yeah. You light it a little bit. Just an, as a novelty. Yes. You have some pals over. Throw on a yeah, quarter pounder candle for a second. Let's try some out. I don't let's try know. some flavors out, you know? <laughs> anyway, on this site, they sell all kinds of uh, fun fun and funny things like that, apparently. It's not just uh, it's not just the quarter pounder candles. They have mittens, bumper stickers, a calendar, and a heart-shaped locket. Oh. And what they're doing is they're celebrating nearly half a century of quarter pounder existence. So that's a big burger for them, man, a quarter pounder. It's actually... If I go to McDonald's, that's what I would get, just to be clear. Uh, it's a classic. Huh. It's not too complicated. You get a Big Mac. It's still a lot going on. Mm. It's a lot going on in a Big Mac, and you got to grab it, a hold of it. I mean, I'm not saying I go to McDonald's all the time, but I'm saying if I did, it's going to be a quarter pound. I, uh, I usually get McDoubles. Which is kind of... It's the same thing, right? The Except patty is not the patty is not as in a McDouble, the patty is not gonna be a quarter pounder patty. No. Just no, to no. be clear. Hmm. I don't know. What are we talking about? Let's go light some candles. Let's go smell some quarter pounder.